Burke's on his feet. He looks up and gives me a grin and says, Hey dude, you too must be from Marin. Marin County's A-OK from Tamastin and all the way to M.A. Fresh organic veggies in the market every day. Welcome to the Run TMC podcast. That is the Run the Marin County podcast, a podcast about basketball in Marin County. I am Duffy Ballard. And as you can tell, there's a buzzer in the background. That means I'm at a gym and I'm at a gym with my buddy who's a player and a coach and a podcaster. He's not looking very torpid today. He's ready to go off. It's David Levine. Hello, Dave Levine. Torpid. Orpid. Look at you. I'm also a correspondent, Duff. Oh, that's true. Uh, good to see you. Yeah, we're in the San Domenico gym. We we played some pickup this morning. We got some shots up. We had some fantastic hoopers in the gym. It was fun. And now we're going to give an update on uh, where we are with the playoffs, right? That's correct. Torpid, by the way, Dave, it means to be mentally or physically inactive, to be dormant. Oh, I, I know the word. I studied for my SAT vocab. Okay. 79 years ago. Maybe not all, all of the listeners know the word, but now, now they do. If you lack alacrity, are you torpid? Yeah, I would say yes. Thank you. Uh, While well, you're on the continuum to torpidness or tor- torpidity. Is it torpidity, Dave? So not only is this a basketball podcast, not only is it a Marin podcast, it is a vocabulary podcast. Someday to be sponsored by an iced coffee brand, TBD. TBD. Maybe that's the name of our brand. So yeah, we got we got a lot to update on. It's been a really fun uh, week. Thanks for listening to our NCS bracket preview last week. And we've got updates on how the Marin teams did. We'll get to that. But b- before we get to that, Duff, should I, should I jump into the NorCal? Yeah, this is something that confuses us. It has confused us and may continue to confuse us. But this, we're going to give the, our best understanding of how this next playoff works was on from north coast section to norcal cif yeah so if you think about the state of california it's divided up into well first of all we have two halves right we have northern california and southern california when you think about the state championship the winner of northern california plays the winner of southern california in the state championship in each respective division but within norcal and socal you have sections so We are in the North Coast section in Marin County. North Coast section goes up along the coast. It's kind of Marin, East Bay, Napa, Sonoma, up up north, but along kind of the western end of California. There's also a northern section that's more kind of central and eastern northern California. There are a variety of sections. So right now we are in the North Coast section playoffs, and we've talked about the different divisions. And what we're all trying to do and the teams are all trying to do is get far enough in North Coast section so they qualify to make it into the NorCal tournament in their division. And there's been some confusion about who makes it to NorCal's. So we thought we'd we'd go over that. So first of all, there are six divisions within NCS. And then there's an open division. So really there are seven. All six teams that compete in the open division, so that includes Branson on the boys' side, are eligible to make it to the NorCal tournament. So even if Branson had lost this week, which they did not, they would still be eligible to make it into NorCal's and compete for the state. I didn't know that, but but that's what we've been told. 
Now, within the other divisions, divisions one, two, and three, you have to make it to the final game of the North Coast section to be eligible for a NorCal berth. So you got to make it to the final two teams. And even if you lose in the championship game, you're still eligible to make it into NorCal's. Now, if you lose in the NCS championship, you might you know, get a lower seed or get a lower division in NorCal's, but you make it. For divisions four, five, and six, you just have to make it to the semifinal game. So we'll get to this, but my San Domenico girls, we won our game this week. We are in the final four of NCS division five. We are guaranteed to make it into the NorCal's. So even if we lose our next game, we will continue to play in the NorCal's. So the teams that are in divisions one, two, and three, right now we are at the semifinal stage of NCS. They all have to win this next game, which is Tuesday or Wednesday night. We'll go through what those games are in order for them to be eligible for NorCal's. Very good. And there's one at large. And then this is another thing that Duffy and I did not know, but there are... So if you do the math, you got divisions one, one, two, and three, two teams per division make it. That's six teams. Divisions four, five, and six four teams make it. That's 12 teams. 12 plus six is 18. You have the six open teams. That's 24. The NCS is currently allotted 25 entries into the NorCal tournament. So there's one at-large berth. And what we have been told, Duff, is it is the highest seeded semifinal losing team in divisions one through three only. Right. So if a number one seed in division one loses in the semifinals, then they would presumably have an opportunity to make it into NorCal's even though they had not made it to the finals. Right. And if there is a tie, so if you have two one seeds that lost in the semifinal, they say they're in the tiebreaker, NCS staff will use the established at-large and seeding criteria to select the final entry or entries. So it sounds like there's a human element. Dark, uh, smoky room. Yes, backroom deals. (laughs) The room where it happens. Cigars. Okay. Uh, All right. What next, Dave? Uh, Let's talk about the MCAL All-League the all league selections came out the the BCL all league selections have not been announced yet or at least I didn't see it I was I was there when when they were selected so I know them but I I can't say them yet but we will but mm-hmm. the the MCAL all league for boys and girls came out Duff why don't you go through the boys and then I'm happy to walk through the girls so uh, yes just to state up front the last year player of the year was Jace Butler Branson and this year is Dimitri TT Carr Branson was player of the year for the boys the first team, Charles Williams, second year in a row for Charles. Jake Vasquez, second in a row for him as well with Redwood. Avin Cole for Cam, who remember when we talked to Owen early in the season, Owen Bugas early in the season, yep. that was one of his predictions. Avin, really, really good year, tough player. Uh, we had to essentially go full denial on him when we played Cam last time to uh, be able to squeak through in that game. Uh, and then Jace Butler. And then finally, Owen Bugas, who we made a case for him being player of the year on a number of different criteria. I guess he got just nudged out by TT Carr, which, you know, that is no shame there. TT, amazing player, as we've talked about before. Second team, Finn Keefe. I think I heard from Ethan Castle, who had the opinion that Finn should have been first team. Really strong player athletic, and we've talked about him before. Josh DeVore, we've talked to him before, second team. Grady Bowers at Terra Linda, dynamic player, high energy player, can really score from a number of different ways. Joaquin Aguilon from Branson and Nick Cubley, San Marin, that's your second, second team. Cubley was first team last year. Honorable mention, essentially your third team, Gil Ledetsky from Redwood, Gio Bravelli from San Rafael, Nabi Abushi from Tam, 
Joe Hammond from Marine Catholic and Travis Flick from Nevada. We talked a little bit about Travis Flick when we talked to Josh DeBoer. Just a quick mention, Dave, that at Archie, we felt a couple snubs maybe for a couple guys that had really good mm. seasons for us, both sophomores. So they'll have another chance, but Brian Wright and yeah. Brady Stewart. We really thought they should be in the mix for that mm. third team at least. But anyway, a lot of deserving, really strong across the board honors this year for the All League. Credit to all those kids and their teams. You know, it's a team sport, obviously. And I would agree that that your guys played well enough to to get a nod there. I mean, Brian was all over the place. Yep. Grady was great. You guys had an awesome season. So congrats to all the boys and to TT for player of the year. That's that's amazing. Uh, on the girls' side, there was a, a great list. Player of the year, Izzy McFadden from Marine Catholic. She was honorable mention last year. And this was kind of a surprise, but Izzy just had an unbelievable season. And MC really come on late, great year. So congratulations to Izzy. The first team, Kitty White from Redwood, sophomore, awesome player. Maya Sable, junior, fiery guard who can shoot it from anywhere. Maddie Dayton, Marine Catholic, awesome player, playing next year at Wesleyan. Cecily Had, another great energy player, love watching her play. And Avery Meyerberg, who we've talked about a lot on this podcast. So that rounded out the first team. The second team, Sophia Everett from San Rafael. She had a great season for SR. Sana Green from TAM. TAM made it to NCS. Great season. Quincy Dean from San Marin. Just saw, was that their game last night against Redwood? Quincy was an awesome contributor to that team. Alyssa Spagnolo, great kid, great player for MC. And Rue Todd from Redwood, point guard, uh, senior, really good player. And then the honorable mention list, Julia St. John from Branson, a senior. Jocelyn Jiganis from MC, love Jocelyn. Angela Stickle from San Marin. Brooke Denler from Redwood, Allegra Di Carpena from Archie Williams, really good shooter, mm-hmm. Kayla Ferrero from Terralinda, Ariana Placentia from Novato, and Isla Kalkbergren from TAM. So congrats. Congrats. Now, why do the girls get three more honorable mentions? They're just more honorable. I don't, I don't know. All right. So you. I'm going to add three to the boys, Brian <laughs> Wright, Grady Stewart, and Julian Nickel. All right. There you go. Okay. Now we're, now we're even. Okay. That's how it done happens. Done and done. Another okay. backroom deal. <laughs> what time is it, Dave? Oh, Duffy. Is it sponsor time? Well, right after we hear whether Bob Mitchell hits another 33s in one minute. Yeah, we got Bob and Luke Estrickin getting some shots up. That's why we hear the buzzer. They're trying to do, they're doing the Larry Bird drill, Duff. They're doing the, got to make two in a row from each spot and then go to the top of the key. That's that's what they're doing. So every two minutes you hear a buzzer. Yep. Great drill. Okay. So thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Jeff Skaggs and the San Domenico Summer Camps. Brought to you by Nike. And thank you to Karen Horsmeyer Real Estate and to Medium, our friends at medium.com, an excellent publishing, online publishing platform. You can go to medium.com and forward slash discount. What do you think Bobby got? I don't think so. I don't think he did well. 22. And then uh, if you put in the code RUNTMC, that is all caps RUNTMC, uh, you'll get 25 percent off your first year subscription that sounds like a pretty good deal to me and then thank you also to our friends at the hub duff i'm going to talk about my my menu item from the hub i was just looking at it; it's making me hungry is the pesto chicken i know mm. i did the chicken burger last time but chicken breast with melted gruyere cheese basil pesto sauteed red peppers sliced tomato arugula on a brioche bun it's awesome really really good so if you're not in the mood for a burger go get the pesto chicken the salads are great at the hub, as we've talked about, but that's that's one of my go-tos. Excellent. Yep. I don't 
know that I've ever had the pesto chicken, but maybe next time I go in, I'm going to try it. It's your opportunity. You sold me. There we go. That's really good. Sponsorship. Sponsorship, advertising, selling of pesto. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay, let's let's get to our NCS update. We thought it would be useful to give our listeners an update on where we are. There's been a lot of activity in the last week. Really fun first week of NCS. Some Marin teams have seen their seasons come to an end, sadly, and some are still playing this week. So Duff, you want to start on the on the boys' side? Sure. Yeah. So there are three Marin teams that are still alive at this point. We covered Branson's win in our last episode. Uh, so they beat Clayton Valley and they play next Wednesday at De La Salle. Time to be determined. Yep. And then San Ramon Valley and the other open uh, game. So remember six teams. So it was a three versus six and a four versus five. They beat Granada 77-68 and they play Salesian. Yeah, so those are the semifinals. Those will be next week. The other uh, two teams that are still alive, uh, San Domenico, uh, right here in Jeff Skagg's uh, office at San Domenico right now. They won in an upset over St. Vincent de Paul and 64 to 54. And they go over to play number one seed Head Royce at Head Royce. Uh, they lost to Head Royce in the NCS semifinals last year. So a rematch of that. And then it's international and a Athenian on the other side of the bracket. Uh, Marin Academy, after that amazing upset in round one, they played tough against International. Tight game most of the way, but International pulled away for a 14-point win. Jermaine Stanfield had 20 from Marin, Marin Academy in that loss. The other team still alive are the Falcons, Peregrine Falcons, Dave. So Archie Williams, we played a really talented Albany team. They execute really well. A lot of options and on offense and they really carved us up but luckily we had a great shooting night and owen was able to get to the line quite a bit he made 12 free throws 32 total in the win and we play piedmont on tuesday piedmont and 29 i believe on the year and they have a couple really dynamic players dave they've got dylan casey who's a sophomore he doesn't look like a whole lot when he walks on the floor but six foot 155 pounds per max prep, but he is really skilled and can shoot the mm. ball, has range. And they kind of run their offense through him. And Britt Burden, who's a senior, six foot six inch senior, I'm, I'm presuming he's going to play someplace next year. He's an inside out guy, a very dynamic player, and going to be a challenge for us to guard him. So that is on the boys' side, University is still alive as well. They played Miramonte. Miramonte is an excellent team. They have one uh, amazing player, Marcus Robinson, who definitely lit us up when we played them earlier in the year. So if he has a huge game, they have a chance there. And we'll we'll see how that sorts out next week for the Marin, Marin County boys teams. Uh, of note, Tara Linda had a nice, uh, nice win in round one upset win and then they lost a very good urban team 55 to 51 and San Marin also won their first game they lost to Miramonte in their second game tough one 63 51 they were missing apparently they're missing uh, Nick Cubbling Grant Means in that in yes. that game day yeah. yep so too bad for them <clears throat> and Tam also bowed out losing to a really good Montgomery team the, the number one seed there in division two and they good good first year for Neil Chavez 13 and 10 and so it remained, and now it's just down to three teams still alive in Marin County. And yeah, just a, an acknowledgement and a call out and a congratulations that, you know, 
well, obviously Branson won, as we talked about. Tam, Archie, San Marin, MC, TL, San Domenico, and MA all won their first round NCS game. So yeah. that's no small feat. In some cases, it was a we had upsets. You know, MA fourteen seed. We talked about their record going into NCS six and nineteen. And they went, drove five hours up to St. Bernard's and upset the home team there in a great win. So and scored eighty over eighty points, eighty points, eighty yeah. to seventy three, which is yeah. which is really great. And Duff, we got a text from Mike Saya about the MC game. You know, I, I'll just quickly say he said it was the best, worst last game of a season scenario. Just they they didn't play great. They were down by thirty at one point. Mike emptied the bench and the reserves just fought hard and hit shots, clawed back, got got brought great energy and got him back in the game. And they ended up losing the game by, I think it was 10. Um, Closed it to nine in the last minute. Yeah. And he, and he also said it was a pretty classy move by the opposing coach at Ignacio Valley that he kind of let the reserves play, didn't really call timeout as the game got closer. He knew they were going to win, yeah. but kind of let the, the, the bench guys get some run, which Mike acknowledged was a, was a classy classy way to let the MC kids have their moment. So really, you know, it's tough this time of year, right? A lot of teams are going to end the season on a loss, but congrats to MC for fighting hard. So, yep. A friend of the podcast, Chase Hatch. He had eight points. Heard from Chase. So good for him. Freshman. Freshman. Great. And Evan Brewster, also a freshman for Terra Linda. Unofficially from Johnny Kearns, he was a leading scorer for Terra Linda. And Nate Greenberg, another freshman for us, Archie Williams, he was a, he started for us on Friday because of illness and injury for our squad. So the, the frosh are, are showing out a little bit. By the way, Dave, I have solicited a few correspondent contributions. Yes. So we're going to surprise you because we don't know exactly what we're going to get, but well, you may get something from Johnny Curtin. No, we just did. Yeah. He just sent it. So, but knowing Johnny, it's probably 12 minutes long. So we, we might, we might need to edit it. Right. We love you, Johnny, and you're a run TMC shirt. So, but thank you to Johnny Kearns. So yeah, Duff will, will lay that in with his, his editing wizardry. Okay. So good luck to Archie and San Domenico and Branson and university also, I know not Marin, but university advanced on the boys side, they beat Maria Carrillo, they now face Miramonte. So congrats and good luck this week. I will now handle the girls bracket. We had a bunch of teams on the girls side make it past the first round and a few that bowed out. So the teams that that were not able to make it past the first round, Tam lost to Northgate in a close game by seven or by eight. No, seven. No, eight. 55-47. Math is hard. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, whatever. Over under. Great season for Tam. You know, I, I think well done on, on that season. Archie Williams lost in a good effort against Campolindo. They were down big. They came back. They, they lost by 14. Campolindo solid. And then Branson had to drive a long way to play McKinleyville and lost in a close game, 40 to 28. And Marin Academy lost to Ferndale, also a long drive. So congrats to those teams on, on solid seasons. Redwood, San Marin, Marin Catholic University, and San Domenico all were able to make it past the first round. MC had a first round bye. Redwood beat Santa Rosa, San Marin beat Casa Grande, University beat Fort Bragg, and my San Domenico girls took care of Redwood Christian by 30. And then in the second round, Redwood, uh, just last night I was at the game, Redwood beat San Marin for the third time this year. Really good game, 44 to 33. San Marin just fought hard. And I, and I have a player control duff. I mentioned in our NCS preview that San Marin had lost five or six seniors and Tony Butler texted me and said they had lost 10 seniors from last year's team. So 
This was a true rebuilding year. And that's Tony, more than one player control. That's, that's a massive. One, two, three. I think I fouled out yeah. <laughs> two, two games in a row. Either four one. or five player yeah. controls. But Tony, as I've said, ad nauseum, great coach. And, and but, you know, it, the players play on the court and really a testament to how hard those girls play. They got 20 wins this year with a bunch of underclassmen who had never played varsity before. So congratulations to San Marin and the future is very bright there. Redwood, the number one seed in Division Two, really good team. They now host Moreau Catholic on Wednesday. They need to win that one to get into NorCal's. So rooting for Redwood. MC beat Campolindo 69 to 23. That's a very MC score. They're just really good. Next up, American Canyon, a good team. I actually saw them play. I scouted them earlier this year. They're big and athletic. They beat they beat Sonoma Valley by five. So Marine Catholic plays Campo, or sorry, plays American Canyon. Coming up this week, they play on Tuesday night at Marine Catholic at 7 p.m. Redwood plays Moreau Catholic on Wednesday night at Redwood at 7 p.m. University beat Del Norte in the second their second round game by 20. They now face Justin Siena at University Wednesday evening, 7 p.m. We played Justin Siena earlier this year. They're, they're a very good team. Uh, that should be a fun game to watch. And then my San Domenico girls team, we beat Hoopa Valley 64 to 27 on, on Friday night. Next up, we face Mount Diablo, who we played in the preseason, but we were playing them before we had Carly Amborn and Tosha Konchak, but we beat them by 15 early in the season. But I've, I've been watching film on them. They're very good. That'll be a good game. We play them Tuesday night, February 20th at San Domenico, 7 p.m., right down the road from when you guys are playing, Duff. So you and I, I know to... this has been very unfortunate. We've been playing essentially only a couple miles from each other at the same exact time. Exactly. Yeah. But let's, we'll keep it going as long as we can. Yes. So to once again sum up on the girls' side, we have three Marin teams left, Redwood, MC, and San Domenico, and we have University in the city. So that's it remaining. And our San Domenico girls, we have already made it into NorCal's. I'm hoping that we win on win NCS, but we're in. Revit and MC, they both need to win this week in order to guarantee themselves a spot in NorCal's. And we're we going to get a correspondent snippet from Carly Amborn? Actually, Lily Reeser is going to oh, give Lily, us... Lily, Lily, right. Lily, I believe. Lily is going to give us a, a snippet from the San Domenico games. And... We're trying to get one from the Redwood San Marino game as well. And so if we get one, then Duffy will lay it in. So what we're saying is there, there's going to be a, a basket of surprise snippets that are going to come forth after this, after we're done talking here, Dave. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. Well, good stuff. All right. Well, are we caught up with NCS? I think we're caught up with NCS. Keep going out and supporting the teams. This is, a, this is the big week here. So the teams that are left... Would love to see them make it into NorCal's. And then next week, the NorCal seedings will, next weekend, I believe, the NorCal seedings will come out. And the, that you know week, that's when we start NorCal's, which is a two-week process. And then we have state championships. So really fun time of year. Congrats to the, all the kids who are competing and to the ones whose seasons have ended. Congratulations on, on great work. It's been so fun to watch all of you play. Indeed. And for any of those sponsors that are still considering the sponsorship, there's still there's still time. The buzzer has not gone off just yet on sponsorship opportunities. We have a great interview with Jet Russell and Will Venable. We'll be dropping that sometime later this week, probably about around the time that Branson plays again. And so we'll be able to bring an update shortly after that game. And 
We just want to thank you all for listening and supporting the podcast and for supporting Basketball Moon County. So take it away, correspondence. We'll see what we get. And then Luke Estrakin and Stroke Nine will take us away on the backside. Sounds good. All right. This has been the Run TMC podcast, a podcast about basketball in the Marin County. Hi, my name's Lily Reeser from the San Domenico Women's Varsity Basketball Team. Our first NCS game we played last Tuesday, I believe, against Redwood Christian. Definitely was not our best game, but we ended up winning by 30 points. Then following that, we played last Friday against Hoopa Valley from up north. It was a pretty good game. We won by 37. was not our best first half, but we managed to come together in the second half and take the lead pretty far. Our next, the semifinal game is this Tuesday at home at San Domenico against Mount Diablo, which is going to be a pretty good game for us. So everyone should come support. Good morning, Dave and Duffy run TMC podcasters. Johnny Kearns here giving a correspondent report for Tara Linda. I just wanted to say before that there is quite a buzz about this podcast being out there at games, being out and about in the county. You guys are doing something really special here. People always ask me about it when I wear the shirt and and whatnot. So <clears throat> kudos to you guys. Keep up the great work. I wasn't able to wear the shirt last night at Urban. I'm sorry. It was in the laundry. But I'll wear it to some NCS games here moving moving forward. <laughs> On to Terra Linda. As you uh, may know, they had a great victory up in Fortuna for first round of NCS four hour drive. They had a talking to some of the parents, a lot of logistical kind of crazy stuff with bus and rain and hotels and pulled off a great five point victory, apparently over a really big Fortuna team. So, and what I'm being told is that was the first NCS victory for Terralinda boys basketball in 16 years. Don't hold me to that, but that's what I've been told. So kind of a milestone win for them and coach Baker. On to round two, game I attended last night at Urban High School in San Francisco in the world-famous Haight-Ashbury district. Kind of cool. Went to some of the restaurants there before with some of the parents. Pre-game, there may have been some adult libations. I don't, I don't know. Don't hold me to that either. But number three seed Urban, number 11 seed Tara Linda. Cool gym there at Urban. Very uh, small, but, but nice. And Urban came out on fire. Got up to a 20-6 to six lead. T.L. Clawed, clawed back on the back of freshman sensation Evan Brewster, who's brought up from the freshman team. Had a great first half. They cut it to 13 at half. Urban come out third, came out third quarter, hot again. Took a big, took a big lead. Tara Linda then cut it again to 13 at the end of three. Tara Linda with their breakneck pace, getting up a lot of threes as always in every game, ends up cutting it to four in the fourth quarter with about a minute 30 to go and had a couple shots at it to cut it to one or tie it. Unfortunately, nothing nothing went down there at the end. Great, great comeback for the Trojans. Great season. They had a great preseason, stumbled a bit in league and then finished Finished pretty strong. They graduate a lot of seniors, but have juniors coming back as well as freshman phenom Evan Brewster. Their JVs and freshmen had had good seasons as well in the top three in the standings. So 
it was fun watching them this year. So congrats to uh, Coach Baker and the Trojans. Uh, looking forward to bigger and better things. And Dave and Duffy signing off from beautiful Marinwood, California, with a little bit of sunshine. Talk soon, guys. This is Alex Mardikin from the Archie Williams men's varsity basketball team. Our first round of NCS was a last Tuesday against Encinal High School. It wasn't a great first half on our part, but we eventually pulled out a 12-point win. Our second matchup was against Albany. It was a good game, and we ended up winning by about 7 points. Our next game is the semifinals on Tuesday against Piedmont at home. We saw them very early on in the season, and it should be a good game and a great challenge for us. Hey, Duffy and Dave. Appreciate the chance to be back on the podcast here. We've had an exciting start to our NCS run. We have a great group of seniors, and I really enjoy coaching this team, so it's been excited to be able to keep it going and extend our season a little bit here. We started off with a, a good win at college prep. I think the final was 70-27. to 27. It was a really good bounce-back win after a tough loss at university in the BCL semifinals. We played well in the college prep game. Everyone on our roster scored, and defensively, we played at a high level, holding them under seven points in every quarter. So yeah, it was a good win for us. And then we had to go play at St. Vincent's, who is tough as nails, very, very well coached defensively, very physical, aggressive. And that was a game we had to go earn. They're coached by a legendary coach, Bon Figley, who was his last season here. And so they they were a really tough challenge for us, and we had to go take that from them and they're at their place. So we ended up winning that one 54-44. And that was great because now we get a little bit more time with our seniors, and that's sort of the message we always talk to our guys about is, hey, these seniors only have a few weeks at most left, so let's make the most for them. Our uh, our head coach when I was coaching at Wesleyan, his name is Joe Riley, great coach. He used to say your career is a lot like toilet paper. The closer you get to the end, the faster it seems to go. So I'm just glad we have some more toilet paper with this group. And as we go forward, we get a chance to play Head Royce, who's the one seed here at Head Royce on Tuesday at 7 p.m., which is going to be a battle for us. They're very talented, very athletic. They get out in transition. We're going to have to be very disciplined and stick to the game plan on this one. It'll be a really good challenge. We lost to them last year in the semifinals of NCS in this exact same game last year. So hopefully we get a chance to flip the script a little bit this year. But thanks again, guys, for letting me be on the podcast. Duffy, it's correspondent Dave Levine here. Huge fan of the pod. I'm giving a quick recap of the San Marin Redwood girls NCS game that I attended this weekend. This was the quarterfinals to get into the semifinals. Third time that these teams have met this year. Redwood won during the regular season, and then Redwood beat San Marin in the semifinals of the MCAL. San Marin, we talked about them a couple times this year, lost 10 seniors, but still strung together 20 wins. Great season for San Marin. And they competed in this game just like they've competed all year. I will say that the, to get into this game, San Marin beat Casa Grande in their first round NCS game. And they were down, San Marin was down by 10 going into the fourth quarter. And they came back to win that game. Just made some huge plays. So they were never, they're never out of a game. And in this game with Redwood, Redwood started hot. They were up 10 to 5 after the first quarter. San Marin then went on a big run in the second quarter and actually took the lead going into halftime, 20 to 17. But Redwood settled down, had a great third quarter. I think it was a 15 to 3 third quarter. 
and then Redwood was able to to kind of hold serve in the fourth quarter and win the game by 11. But really good effort from a scrappy San Marin team with a bunch of underclassmen. They're going to be making a lot of noise. Both these teams are going to be making a lot of noise in the MCAL in the years to come. There were several stretches in this game where there weren't many seniors on the floor. So I think you've got sophomores, even freshmen, making plays, learning how to play in pressure situations. So I'm excited for the future of the MCAL after watching this game. Congratulations to Zach Borello and the Redwood team for advancing and huge congrats to Tony Butler and the San Marin Mustangs for a job well done and a great season. That's what I got, Duff. Hi, my name is Chase Hatch. I am a freshman at MC and I'm just going to give you a quick overview my take on the All-Star game. Honestly, I don't really enjoy watching the All-Star game anymore as it's just guys playing a lousy game of pickup that there's no effort on defense and it's all offensive-based. I was kind of reading around and there's a kind of good quote by Kobe that I think is kind of true. And he says, guys play harder at UCLA pickup games than they do at the All-Star game. And I agree with that 100%. I feel the All-Star game is just dudes just playing, shooting the ball with absolutely zero defense. And just a stat line for this is that last night, the West All-Star team shot 71 threes, and the East All-Star team shot 97 threes. And that was 168 total threes over a single game. I mean, the All-Star game is just kind of boring now. I just feel it's all offense. It's just like it's not even playing. It's just shooting the ball. It's like layup lines. So, I mean, I feel the All-Star game could definitely use a ramp up in the next couple of years just to bring back of effort like it used to be. Burke's on his feet. He looks up and gives me a grin and says, Hey, dude, you too must be from Marin. Marin County's A-OK from Tamastinson all the way to M.A. Fresh organic veggies in the market. 